Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. The best food in the world isn't on your typical delivery apps. It's right down the street in your very own neighborhood. With Chef, you can enjoy authentic dishes from over 90 different countries, freshly prepared by your local neighbors and delivered right to your door. With over 1 million dishes served, your local cooks spend hours preparing your meals with care plus attention you won't find anywhere else. Explore a world of flavor today at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. Hi everyone, this is Sam, the host of Hot Off The Mess. I have another treat for you today. It is from The Dip's other podcast called Slut Pig Podcast. It's hosted by Christian Grace Snow, and I don't want you guys to miss this one. Christian talks to not only Dorit Kemsley of Real Houses of Beverly Hills, but also none other than the OG of the OC herself, Vicki Gunvalson. He does a little check-in with Vicki, a little wellness check, make sure everything's good in Coto de Casa. And so I just don't think you guys should miss it. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Woohoo! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Christian Gray Snow, the pretty boy in pink, who's always in the know. And if you haven't already figured it out, it's one of your favorite housewives from The Real Housewives of New Jersey, Jennifer Aiden, and make sure you have some tequila, bitch. Hey, y'all, I'm Christian Gray Snow, and this is the Slut Pig Podcast, a podcast from The Dip. I'll be your tour guide for all things Real Housewives as we navigate the Bravosphere's greatest contribution to pop culture. And today... It's my birthday! Happy birthday to you! And in honor of my birthday, I'm celebrating with not one, but two of my favorite housewives ever, y'all. A fellow cancer herself, Dorit Kimsley, is joining me. And then I'm joined by a very, very, very special surprise guest to wrap up this episode. Y'all already know small talk is like small dicks, and I definitely don't want a small dick for my birthday. So let's get started. My first guest is proof that you can speak in whatever accent you want when you've traveled the world. She's a designer, mom, reality star, Capri Room connoisseur, and more importantly, she's a cancer just like me. Everyone, please welcome from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the always fabulous Dorit Kimsley. Hello. You're joining me from Mexico, right? I am. We're on a family holiday. We're in Mexico. It is so nice to be here. It's so nice to be with the kids. I've got my parents here. Uh, so it's really gorgeous, but I, I couldn't miss the opportunity to help celebrate your birthday and speak to you. You know, us have to stick together, baby. Yes, yes, we do. And like I said, and you just said, you're a cancer yourself. Your birthday is coming up. So before we get started, I just wanted to see, because I consider myself like a textbook cancer. You know, we're known to be sensitive. We're moody. Anyone who knows me would definitely say that I am both. Do you consider yourself to be textbook cancer or no? I think I am. I think loyal is also another one that I hear all the time. And I'm yes. fiercely loyal, definitely sensitive. But I think the, the type of sensitivity where we've got a hard shell and a soft underbelly, 
So we, we wear our heart on our sleeve, you know, and we're very protective. We're also family oriented people. Very. So definitely, I would say that I'm, I'm pretty textbook. I will say you never really strike me as like an overly sensitive person. Maybe you mask it well, like me, like, you know, when I'm upset, I can't hide it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I grew up, my father was an Israeli paratrooper. So I grew up almost in a, you know, a somewhat like militant, if you will, upbringing where my father was, you know, mind over matter. You could do this, you know? Uh, so I think that for me, I try to, I tend to like get upset or cry alone, you know, okay. situation that's really intense. You know, I, I try to deal with it. And sometimes it calls for, you know, almost holding onto your feelings inside, which is not a great thing. And then mm-hmm. facing them after. Yeah. But yeah. Heard that. Also, I wanted to say before we move on, I feel like I'm like kind of an honorary member of the Fox Force Five because all of y'all, except for our sweet Kyle, are cancers. Ex- you know, so you're a cancer, Eric is a cancer, Rena's a cancer, and Teddy's a cancer. So I don't know. Sorry, Kyle, but um, I'm just gonna have to jump in on the group and add another cancer to that that little yeah, game. I'd agree with that, Christian. I'd 100 percent agree with that. In fact, we could even change the name to Fox Force Six. I mean, you are that much of an honorary member. We could actually, you know, fit you in there and and change the name altogether. And anyone who was going to get me a birthday present, save it because it's not going to top what Dorit just gave me. Okay. So you're in your fifth season as a housewife already, which is, it's crazy because time has flown by. Um, When you and PK signed on five years ago, did you think it would be something you did for this long? No, never. Really? I think I remember having the conversation with somebody when they said, oh, five years in, I said, five years. (laughs) That will never be me. (laughs) (laughs) But now you love it, right? You're having fun. I I have fun. I love it at times. It's really difficult at times. I love the relationships that I've I've formed. And I've definitely had some of the most incredible memories. I feel like I've also grown a lot as a person. To be able to say that in your 40s is really something. Because I am somebody that that lived a very decadent, full life. I, you know, I traveled, as you know, and how I mm-hmm. like to. Say, but I have, uh, I traveled a lot, and you know, I had businesses, and, and really until I I settled down and had a family, did I feel like I was completely fulfilled. But at that point, I felt like I had lived so much and learned so much and grown so much, and then I have a whole other life on Housewives, and really, yeah. it took this experience to teach me how to grow a thick skin, how to be able to navigate certain friendships where there is conflict. And I hadn't had that previous to Housewives. Wow. So yeah, there's there's a large part of me that's very grateful for the experience. As far yeah. as loving it and always having the best time, well, no, that's not always the case. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, but that's the game, you know? So when you guys signed on, who was more into doing the show? Was it you or PK? Oh, it was 100% PK. <laughs> I felt like I knew. I felt like that was going to be the answer. <laughs> In fact, when PK approached me and asked me, uh, because someone had asked him, is, they said, they're, they're casting for Beverly Hills Housewives, but do we ever do it? And he approached me. I had just given birth to Phoenix. So I was about maybe two days postpartum. And I said, no, absolutely not. That's never, never, ever. I could see myself like behind the scenes, maybe as a stylist, maybe as a producer. Yeah. Never actually in front of the camera. And he kind of let it go. And then about a week later, they think they were pushing him. And he said, you know, Dury, why don't you just try out, just interview with them? Trust me. I mean, the more than likely that you're not going to get it. Tons of people go for it. And if they do offer you the job, then we'll have the discussion. And he's so clever because at the point that they tell you you're the new housewife, 
really as if you're going to say, gee, let me think about it. I'm not really sure. I'm exactly. Like, <laughs> They're like, you beat out all these other people. Of course, I'm going to take the damn gig. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, that's the genius of PK. But it was definitely him. Love it. Um, well, speaking of PK, a few people wanted to know because, you know, he and Ken were were friends for years. So are he and Ken still in contact despite, you know, you and LVP having a falling out? No, they're not. You know, and I think it's a real testament to, you know, PK and I, we thank God have a, a beautiful marriage and we really mm-hmm. we go through life together. It's really difficult for us to be friends with somebody that the other one, you know, our spouse doesn't have any kind of relationship. So no, that that friendship, unfortunately, is is not like it used to be. Yeah, oh, that's sad. Um, you also recently said, I think on Teddy's podcast, that you ran into Lisa somewhere. She wasn't very welcoming to you. And then she later tweeted that she wasn't welcoming to you because she didn't recognize you, which is obviously shade. Yeah. Why do you think that she is so determined to like be angry at y'all because like you said, you tried to be nice. Kyle's made multiple attempts to be nice. Kyle even sent her like champagne on her birthday and she just like is not willing to um, receive it. Why do you think that is? I think she's, she's still stuck in, you know, years ago, she has trouble letting go. Um, I think it's also really difficult for her to just throw her hands up and accept that she has fault in anything. Mm -hmm. And also she doesn't have control of the situation. I mean, so much is, you know, everybody's moved on. I mean, years of moving on. And it's very clear that some people just refuse to move on and they're stuck in it. I think that she's glitching onto it. And, you know, like I said, or like you said, rather, even after that, the little bit of shade, I think it keeps her, it has some kind of an attachment to us and she's able to keep it going, you know, that's for the attention. I agree. Um, well, speaking of former never to return housewives, what are your overall thoughts of Brandy? Do you think that production made the right decision by, you know, taking a different route and not having her join you ladies this year? I do. I do. I I've had very, very little interaction with Brandy and the few interactions that I had were not pleasant. <laughs> so I've never really seen the side of her that is uh, warm and genuine and kind. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, there's no love lost there. Okay. I heard that. Well, I'm sure you also saw that Garcelle mentioned on Watch What Happens Live that she thinks Denise wants to come back, but that perhaps Rana would have to depart the cast in order for that to happen. Denise tweeted that she never said such a thing. Do you think she said that to Garcelle? Do you think that that is kind of her goal is to maybe get back on and not have Rana there? Oh, I first of all, I didn't know that Denise tweeted that, that she <gasps> never said it. I, I'm, yeah. I'm surprised. You know, I would venture to guess that, you know, it could be one or the other, and we really wouldn't know. I do know that Garcelle likes to push buttons and ruffle feathers. You know, she likes it. That's that's kind of her thing. I've seen it. I've seen it with myself. I've seen it with others. So maybe she did it just to have a little bit of fun and, and poke fun and, you know, have a, a headline out there. But I think saying that on national television, you know, when you're talking about someone's job, I think it's a little bit low, you know. Yeah. It, it, it didn't feel right. And I think no matter how you feel about somebody, there is, you know, when you put th- certain things out there and you create this, you know, uh, people talking about it and it has to do with someone getting fired. I think that that's, you know, that makes me feel bad. Yeah. I think it was Sonia Morgan that said one time, you know, she was like, at the, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like it is, you know, a livelihood for a lot of these women. And so at, when these women see these people saying things like this, it's like, okay, now you're attacking like my income. You know what I mean? Like take a step back. 
Well, I, I feel like the cast this year is the strongest it's been in years. Um, you know, with the official addition of Sutton, you know, she was a friend last year. She's officially a housewife this year, plus Crystal, plus Kathy. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of great new energy at the table mixed with the energies that we're used to. How would you rate this year's cast uh, compared to the cast of the past? Well, I mean, I think that we've we've had strong casts in the past. Um, I think that this year with the addition of Kathy, and I, I speak first and foremost because she's just such a riot. You know, yes. <laughs> she brings such a flavorful energy and it's she's like the mom of the group, but she's also like the child, you know, because we all have to mother her. So <laughs> I love that. It's a really, really cute dynamic. I, I love her. You know, I had the pleasure of knowing her before she joined the cast. And every time I've ever been with her, I have left, you know, belly laughing the next morning, having felt like I did a thousand sit-ups. I mean, she makes me laugh like no other. But, you know, Kyle, Kim, Kathy, they all have such a great sense of humor yeah. that, you know, to know them is to love them. You certainly have fun. I agree. I think that, that the cast is, it's nice to blend a lot of new blood with people that have history. I agree. That's very interesting. Um, and I think everybody brings something unique and different to the table. So it's, that's really great. Who do you personally feel was a stronger newbie ad- in addition, uh, Sutton or Crystal for this season? Well, you know, for me, Sutton really isn't a newbie because, you know, she was with us the entire year. Sutton doesn't film like a, a part-time, you know, she's there True. forever. So for me, it's really Sutton's second year. I know that she's officially a housewife this year, and I think that that's well-deserved, and I'm, I'm really pleased for her. I think that they are so diametrical opposite that that's what makes it fun because Crystal is, you know, a very type A personality, and Sutton is so, like, kind of cookie in her own way and yeah. doesn't speak before she speaks and you know she's like a ball of emotions and I think that that's kind of that's great when you when you have two different personalities together um so I think that they equally have you know brought something different yeah I agree so diplomatic but that's how I feel yeah um also so we we clearly have seen that you've been create a uh, busy creating a bridal dress line tell us more about that well this week we um the audience is introduced to the partnership that I have with Nictaria, okay. uh, which is an established uh, wedding gown bridal designer out of Australia who reached out to me about a year ago and asked me to collab on a wedding dress line with her, which I was over the moon about. And um, and we did. So you'll start to see that. You will see the introduction. Okay, great. As you've seen the introduction, you know, which is great. And I think that uh, we'll just see more and more of that, the development of it. And then I'll do a launch party. So the audience will get to see the dresses. And I've really enjoyed the whole process and, and feel like I'm in, I'm in my element. Yeah, I mean, you've always been in the world of fashion. Did, was this your first venture into like the bridal world? Or have you been in that world before? No, never been in the bridal world. But I have done quite a few things as, as a designer. I know primarily in the resort wear, but Mm -hmm. I've dabbled in some ready to wear. And as you know, I designed the Capri room at a restaurant, I think definitely within my wheelhouse. It's also such a beautiful, you know, it's, it's love, it's romanticism. And and the thing I love most about, you know, working in, in the bridal industry is that it's such an important day. Yes. Such a memorable, important day. So to be able to create a design that a woman falls in love with, or a man falls in love with, and wears it on their special day. And those are memories and pictures they have forever. 
Yeah. It really, it tickles me pink, you know? That, I mean, that is, that really is incredible. Have you, I think you should do, like completely design your own reunion dress one year. Have you like, just do the whole fucking thing head to toe. I think it would be so iconic. Have you thought about that? Oh yeah. It's already okay. in groups. Oh yes. Oh, I'm so ready. Thank God. Okay. Well, in addition um, to bridal, I've also started to do some ready to wear. So my, uh, you know, the dress I wore for main titles is a dress that I made. There's a few different dresses. So I definitely would like to create the reunion dress this year. Oh, I think that would be so, so major. Okay. So how are you feeling about the rest of the season? Because, you know, we're right now we're watching you ladies learn like in real time, everything about Erica. You just learned that she had filed for divorce. Erica's your friend. Are you a little nervous for the rest of the season to play out for her um, and how viewers will react or anything? How do you feel? Well, you know, the really wild thing, Christian, is that this was obviously all unfolding as we were filming and we Mm -hmm. were getting very little, little bits. So it wasn't like you got a full story and then you digest it and then the season goes on. As the season progresses, you see that it really moves into different areas. And we're learning as the world is learning about it via the press, really. Mm-hmm. It was very, very difficult to navigate as uh, as it's one of our friends. Um, I felt very much for Erica, didn't really understand a lot of it. You know, it's also one of the, those things that you almost can't wrap your head around the fact that like, this is really happening. Like I, you had no indication and you've known this person for so long and you've met her husband and it's so far-fetched. It's so wild that it's, it's almost um, incomprehensible, let alone having to actually navigate that, you know, with the cameras and thinking about, you know, everybody's feelings in all of it. You know, I, I, I worry for her as my friend, just simply what she's going through. As far as how it plays out in the season, you know, I think she did a, a good job uh, opening up and, and being as on and honest and upfront as she could. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things, you know, I wasn't there for, so I've yet to see it. But uh, I think that, you know, unfortunately, this, there's so much more to this that will still continue to come out. Yeah. Um, it's, it's funny that you, that you say that uh, about how it just being like too much to wrap your head around. Cause I was chatting with one of your cast members the other day about this and just how crazy it is that like you and like your husband and your friends and your cast and your crew were all in the presence of someone who was doing, I mean, unspeakably evil things behind the scenes and you guys didn't even know it, you know? And it's just like, that is so crazy to think about, you know? Really? I was wondering, can you give a hint as to who in your cast maybe mostly doesn't believe what Erica's saying this season? Like who gives her the hardest time? Um, I mean, listen, if, if I'm able to, I'm happy to, I, how can I, you know, you're very clever. You're a very, very smart young man. So I'm just going to say, it's like, you know, it could be anyone. It could be anyone. Really? Know? Well, I mean, it's very obviously there is uh, someone in particular. I will say that there are moments during all of this where there was a lot of question and doubt. Mm-hmm. And- because like I said, we were really learning this via the press. Um, and Erica didn't share anything until it already had come out. So all of a sudden you'd read it. And this is before you actually, you know, get to speak to Erica and you're just like, what, what? And then your mind goes into a million directions. So I think there was a lot of people on the cast um, that went through a moment where there was a, shadow of doubt or confusion or 
you know, trying to wrap their head around it. And then there, there is someone in particular that definitely felt that, you know, she had a very strong opinion about it. And you will definitely see that as clear as day. Interesting. Oh, I can't wait. Can you tell, who do you think, who's the biggest fight between this year, in your opinion? You know, I would say different to other seasons. This is definitely a season where there is a lot of different things that, um, you know, there are different sort of fights. So there are moments between two individuals and then that goes into, you know, two other individuals and, you know, a few other. And I think that that also... For me, you can have words as long as you're open and you communicate and you, you know, you share how you feel. There's a way to move on from it. And that is what the nature of the game is or the nature of the show is. I think that eight strong, successful, independent, um, strong minded women together. And inevitably, there's going to be conflicts and there's going to be discussions and there's going to be disagreements and difference of opinions. And that's what makes the show so wonderful. And as long as you can be honest and you can confront those people, that's what really creates, uh, strengthens relationships within the group. And it also allows, you know, the, the audience to see how us ladies navigate these friendships. I think you've got a few, I mean, listen, Kyle and I, she, we fight like sisters. We mm-hmm. also fight like the same damn thing. It's so like, <laughs> And truthfully, I mean, I see Kyle a lot. You know, we don't, we're not just friends with the show. I see her a lot. We we go on vacation together. Our families are close. I love her. I love her like a sister. And so that, you know, you saw that play out. There, There's a lot, a lot left to the rest of the season. So definitely keep tuning in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Kathy, I think it was Kathy that said there's like 20 episodes this season or something. So we're going to be hanging out with you guys on Wednesday nights for many more months. What are you most and least excited for people to see the rest of the season. Cause like you said, there is many, many more weeks to come. Most excited selfishly is going to be my bridal collection with Nectaria, the Dorit and Nectaria collection. Least excited, you know, is really to see some deep pain and hurt, mm-hmm. uh, particularly with people that I, I, I love and care about but I know it is part of the process and it's part of life and and it is the reality, but it it does. I, you know, you never want to see anybody that you care about hurt. I never really want to see anybody hurt. If I'm honest, Christian, Yeah, we're sensitive. We're cancers. We're sensitive. We're sensitive to people's feelings as well. And uh, so that, that's a hard part, but I mean, other than that, I think that it's, um, it's a really great season. I definitely have a moment where I feel I have to defend myself and stick up for myself. Okay. And that's when the Dorit comes out where, cause you know, I, I'm nice. I like to get along, but if I feel like I need to stick up for myself or I'm being mistreated, I could tell you I'll be the first to step up to the plate. And I, I love it. Good. I can't wait to see it. Um, all right. Well, look, before we go, as we always do, we do housewives rapid fire questions. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. We're going to get through as many of these somewhat sweet, but mostly shady questions as we can. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Which cast member do you think could most benefit from your fashion expertise? Everyone. If you could plan a cast trip anywhere in the world next season, where would you take the ladies? Um, London. Love that. Do you believe now that Denise and Brandy had sex? I don't know. I, I believe Denise to the end, I suppose. Okay. If you had to have a slumber party with one of these two women, who would it be? Lisa Vanderpump or Camille? 
Um, can I choose capital punishment? <laughs> I love it. Uh, do you think Erica will show up to the reunion this season, given her situation? I absolutely do. Love it. Is it true PK and Mauricio have a London-based reality show in the works? Uh, yes. Yay! If you had to wear only one major designer till you die, who would it be? Couldn't do it. It's like my children. I love them all. <laughs> uh, favorite outfit you've ever worn on the show? I had uh, a great, probably the Versace head to toe with the double belts, you know, the blazer and the leggings. But I have Love it. Love it. I caught it. Oh, wait, I think we got through them all. This is the first time we've ever gotten through all of them. This is amazing. Well, before we go, you know, in honor of the namesake of my podcast, I would love if I could have you repeat Kim Richards' iconic line and insult to Brandy Glanville. You are a slut pig. Have at it. You are a slut pig. Absolutely brilliant, everybody. That is my fellow cancer sister, the the always lovely Dorit Kimsley. Dorit, thank you so much for joining me today. I can't, Christian. I cannot go. I cannot go. I'm in beautiful Mexico. It is your birthday, my love. I poured myself a glass of champagne in honor of you. Oh, thank you, wonderful, wonderful supporter of Housewives. We we all appreciate your support. I think you're absolutely gorgeous, adorable. I wish you all the best. I wish you a very happy year, many, many years to come. Happy birthday, my darling. I hope you have a gorgeous, gorgeous day. Oh, I'm toasting you with my iced coffee. You're going to make me cry. Thank you so much, Dari. And your happy birthday's bur- next happy week. Birthday, mate. Oh, oh my God. Hey, man. Hi, PK. Oh, my goodness. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Y'all are making my entire day. This is so awesome. We love you, Christian. We love you. Wish you all the best. Thank you. I love you guys too. And whenever you're back in LA, we'll we'll reconvene and meet up sometime, okay? We'd love that. We really would. What's up, Christian? It's Melissa Gorga, and I just wanted to wish you a very, very happy birthday uh, to the king over there of Shade and to the king of that slut pig podcast. Happy birthday, doll. I hope that you have a great one. Hi, Christian, my love. It's your girl, Sasha, from the Bravo Breakdown. I just wanted to say happy birthday to my fellow North Carolinian. I am so grateful that the internet brought you into my life because you are truly one of a kind. I hope you have a fabulous day, and I'm sure you'll be dancing somewhere with cocktail in hand to bitty bitty bum bum, a bitty, a bitty, a bitty bitty bum bum. (laughs) Love you, babe. Hi, Christian. It's Kate Ward, the CEO of The Dip, wishing you the happiest of birthdays and just telling you whether you go big or go home today, just make sure you don't go home and just whoop it up instead in the biggest of ways. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Hi, Christian. It's Teresa, your favorite housewife. I just want to say happy birthday, honey. I hope you have the best birthday ever. I hope all your birthday wishes come true. Make sure you have a shot of tequila for me on your birthday. And um, enjoy it with your friends and family. I hope this is your best birthday year ever. And I can't wait for you to come to Jersey's and come and visit. So hopefully appearances start up soon. So I just want to say love, love, love you. Thanks for always loving and supporting me. Hugs and kisses. Ciao. Christian, this is James Leonard, your absolute favorite housewife attorney. I want to wish you a very, very happy and healthy birthday. I hope that this is an amazing year for you. You are already the undisputed king of housewife podcasts, blogging, 
social media, meme generating, influencing, etc. I think this is going to be a very big year for you. And I want to thank you for always including me uh, on your podcast uh, and being so supportive of our girls in New Jersey. Wishing you the absolute very best. Take care. All right, my next guest is hands down by far forever and always till the day I die, my favorite housewife of all time. Anybody who knows me knows that. Um, So having her here for my birthday means everything to me. She has been leading the fight in abolishing family vans for 15 years. She's never been with multiple partners in her life and you are always supposed to be her friend, her soulmate, and her sister. Everyone, please welcome the OG of the OC, Vicki Gumbelson. Yay! Happy birthday. Are you going to whoop it up tonight? I'm going to whoop it up so hard in your honor. You know it. Make sure you send me some videos. I need proof. I will. I will. You know it. Look, I'm so excited to see you and hear from you. I feel like we have a lot to catch up on because you've been going through a lot since we last chatted. You have no idea. So let's get into it. Um, You just got back from visiting Michael in Hawaii, where he is officially a resident of. He has moved to Hawaii. Um, Tell us, how was the trip? It was good. We actually went furniture shopping because he got a really cute place in Ilikai. It's a very fancy hotel slash condo. Um, it's got an ice cream store on the bottom. It's got a workout gym. We had a little bit of tips. You know, Michael's kind of hard on me. So one of the things I have to tell you, is, this is such a Vicky move. So he's like, mom, let's walk to the mall where he works out at Planet Fitness. And I'm like, oh, what are those things in your ears? He's like, these are the Bose twisty wireless earplugs. I'm like, oh my God, how do they fit in? Because they always fall out of my ears. So he takes it out of his ear. We're in the elevator. The elevator door opens and he dropped it and it went down, you know, 20 flights. So I'm like, "Uh, we got to go call somebody. He's like, why did you make me take it out of my ear? I go, well, I didn't think you were going to drop it. So (laughs) I get down to the lobby. He's like all mad at me. They were like $150 bows. So I head over to security. I'm like, um, weirdest thing happened. Uh, my son had wireless earbuds in and it fell out of his ear and went down the shaft. He goes like this. He goes, it fell out of his ear into the shaft. I go, yeah, but we need to go get it. He's like, well, if we call maintenance, it's a thousand dollars right now, or you can wait till they service it. And I go, well, here's our number. I'm not paying a thousand dollars. Yeah. They're only $150 earbuds. So Michael's standing there going, you're embarrassing me, mom, you're embarrassing me. I said, you're 35 years old. Shush right now. So I'm talking to the security guy. I'm like, here's 20 bucks. Here's 50 bucks. Can you get the earplugs? She's like, I will do my best. Can I have your phone number? So I give Michael's phone number. He's like, mom, you are chaos. Everywhere you go, you're chaos. So (laughs) I got these new Gucci gym shoes and I said, okay, they're perfect. I'm going to go walk to the mall with Michael seven miles there and back. I'm there. My feet are bleeding. Like they are literally bleeding. So I said, we have to stop somewhere and get sandals because look at my (laughs) listeners. (laughs) He's like, Mom, I just want to go work out. I go, well, mama's bleeding. Her feet are bleeding. Your earbuds are missing. You only have one earbud now. So we get to the, we get to this mall. It's like Fashion Island. It's all outdoor shopping. He goes, I'm going to go work out. I'll call you when I'm done. I'm like, okay. So he texts me. He goes, see if you can find a red tank top because he was going to the 4th of July thing and he had blue shorts. So I'm on a mission to find him a red tank top. There's yes. no red tank top. So I decided to go to the Target. Why not go to Target? Go yeah. to Target, there's red tank tops. So I take a picture of it. He goes, where are you right now? It looks like Target. I go, it's Target. He goes, yeah. mom, I want a Rifka or a surf shop one. I go, 
they're, they're all sold out. We're going to have to do the target one. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to look like a dork. He goes, uh, you know, I go, no, I'm buying this. So I brought it home. He loved it. But it, it's been like, and then we went furniture shopping, furniture shopping Jeez. a fight because I'm like, we just got to get something. This furniture that you bought in this house is a disaster. Mom has <laughs> furniture. So it comes, it's way too big for his place. So now he's oh, mad. No. So anyway, I'm back in Orange County. Lord God, what a ride. Uh, you know, it's so funny. He said it's chaos wherever you go. That's why I'm laughing and I'm why I love you, I think, so much is because you've just kept me fucking laughing for all these years. Like you have the craziest shit happen to you on a daily <laughs> basis. <laughs> so Brianna just called me. She goes, Mom, are you gonna surprise Owen for his birthday Friday? Because she's in Chicago. Now get this, Christian. I'm in California. I'm in the middle of two of my kids. How can that be when I'm in California? What California is never in the middle of anything. Uh, that's so I'm true. In, uh, <laughs> of Hawaii and Illinois. So <laughs> mama's got to go west. Mama's got to go east. You know, it's wild. How long had it been since you'd seen Michael before this trip? It's been months. Wow. Is that the longest you've ever gone without seeing him? I might've cried when I saw him. He goes, you're embarrassing me. Stop crying. Oh, all the time. I'm like, I know, but it's different. I love um, it. But he's good. He took me to a little party one night. We went to a nightclub and I was whooping it up. And I said, Mike, am I embarrassing you? He goes, no, mom, all my friends love you. I'm like, okay, let me know when you want me to leave. My flight's at 6am. He goes, no, you can stay. And all the girls were like hugging on me. And oh, I love that. I know it was fun. Good for you. Good for you. Um, Do you think he'll stay down there forever? I hope not. Yeah. I I had a little bit of island fever. Like we're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. In the middle of an island. You know, in that morning, I don't know if you heard about that plane that went down in Honolulu. Oh, my God. Yes. Right outside my hotel in Honolulu. It was a cargo plane, but it came from one island to the, it, I mean, two pilots survived, but mama thought I'm going down, you know, so oh. then I'm, I'm trying to like picture like, what do I do? You just scream. I mean, that's what you do. You just <laughs> it's like, do y'all have a cruise ship to take me back? Because my ass is not getting on a plane after seeing that. Hours <laughs> over the ocean is kind of freaky. Yes, I I agree. Strip anywhere, so I completely agree. Well, so Michael and his longtime girlfriend broke up. They were together for a long time. I feel like you liked her. How did? Were you sad that they parted ways? Did like her, but they fought way too much. She went and had babies. I said you'll be divorced. There's no point. So they sat down and they went to dinner and they talked about it. And they were on two different paths. He loved her, but they fought too much. I mean, when you fight Mm -hmm. too much and you're dating five and a half years. What's the freaking point? Yeah, they're too um, young for that. Yeah. So she's in LA somewhere and he's in Hawaii still. Is he single? Because one of my best girlfriends who also runs a Bravo account um, loves him and thinks that he's like the most handsome, but she wants to know, is he single? I told her I would ask. He is. All I'll right. Direct message him and I'm sure he'll be happy to enter. Is she, is she in Hawaii? She's not. She's in Nashville. Well, that's a little bit challenging. <laughs> Listen, maybe this will get him back. <laughs> I would love so also, how is Brianna adjusting to Midwestern life? Does she miss North Carolina? No, she doesn't miss North Carolina, except she misses her nail technician because she can't find a nail technician in Illinois that her nail polish will stick on for more than two days. And so Illinois, Illinois people, if y'all are out there and can help Brianna, hit her up. Yeah, she does the dip or whatever. And she said they do their feet and their hands separately. So for me, I go get these beautiful nails done. 45 minutes later, 100 bucks in Corona Del Mar. I'm not telling you where because he's already booked up. 
but I get my feet and my hands done in 45 minutes because I do it at the same time. Because I got yeah. I'm busy. I'm not wasting three hours getting my hands done. Three hours? In Illinois, they do your hands. Then you move to another chair and you do your feet. Jesus. That's way too long when you're a mom and you're working and da-da-da-da. So Illinois, you have to get on the uh, California thing where you get your hands and your feet done at the same time. Absolutely. How happy are you having her there? Because that's like where all your family is, right? How cool is that? That that's where she ended up. She's so close to, well, she ended up because that's where we're from. And so Lisa, Billy, all my cousins, all my family's there. So my mom and dad are buried there. And it's just, it's just great. For me, it's three hours to get there, three and a half. North Mm -hmm. Carolina was 12. So yeah, I couldn't do a weekend. So it's good. I'm going to go this Friday. I'm going to surprise Owen. He's turning seven. um, I'm going to stay till Monday morning, be back at work. Look at the split. So it's good. Wait, if Owen is seven, how old is Troy? He'll be nine. Oh my God. It's crazy. That is crazy. He was born on TV. Literally. Yep. Oh my God. Well, yeah. Well, speaking of your iconic Kodo de Casa home um, that we literally saw from the first episode ever of Real Housewives of Orange County, you have moved on. You got you a new place that's still in Kodo. Um, but you and I chatted a little bit. You were struggling a bit there for I a while. Um, are you? So yeah. can you talk about that? Why? Yes. I um I was always so proud when I sound vain. But I was always so proud as a single woman to be able to maintain that house for 10 yeah. years after my divorce. And most women can't unless they get a windfall. I didn't get a windfall. I had to pay him. So for me to hang on to that big house and all the expenses and everything that went along with it for you know 12 years, actually, I was proud of that. When I pulled out of the driveway, it was a sense of relief, but it also was a sense of kind of like a defeat a little bit like but why did I need all that? And yeah. so this new house, I'm calling it a jewel box. It's not so little, but for me, I don't have the big backyard. I really enjoyed my backyard. So the new backyard has a fireplace. It doesn't have any water features. So my envision mind is I'm going to rip out a lot of the corner of the backyard and make like a waterfall with maybe a below it just to kind of give me some feeling like I'm in my other house. Yeah. The theory was Christian was, I was going to sell Shire, the big house and buy two or three houses for the price of one. So I bought for cash, my Puerto Vallarta fancy house, um, four bedroom, four bath. So that's a big house. Mm -hmm. Um, it's paid for, I don't have a mortgage, which is awesome. And then I got this house jewel box not loving it yet because all furniture is on back order. So you kind of walk through the rooms and go, hey, furniture that's supposed to come. I feel like you've been waiting on this furniture forever. COVID. Oh, that, okay. It's yeah. now in North Carolina. I had everything custom made because it had to be fit perfectly. Mm-hmm. The lady that helped me design the North Carolina house, she's in Canada. Her name is Cindy Shockey. She's incredible. So she took the plans and she scaled it on her computer and we did a wine room, a family room. I did a beautiful dining room, very informal, kind of like a flowy house. Nice. As a living room, dining room, traditional. I have like a entertainment house. So everything is on its way. It's in North Carolina right now. And then when it gets there, I'll start posting pictures. So yes. I asked Steve the other day, because he just got back from Puerto Vallarta. He's been gone like seven months. I asked him, I said, are you like okay with this house? And he's like... I think so. It's so different than your other one. But then I left for Hawaii and he stayed back and I got back and he picked me up and he said, 
I really like it. You've done a fabulous job. Aww. It's very light and airy. And he said, know that this is the next phase of your life. You, you, you're done with the past and simplify. You know, simplifying is not easy to do when I had dollhouses and baseball stuff in the attic and all this. Stuff. I, uh... um, so trucks are heading over to Brianna's right now as we speak with furniture and her cheerleading stuff and all that. So I, Oh, that's cool. I'm on a truck and she's going over, it's going over to her house. So the big brown good. couch and all that stuff. I love that. Yeah. That'd be good. So also speaking of Steve, he recently announced that he is running for governor of California just a little job, just a little job. I mean, you know, that's a big step from hanging out at your your place in, in PV for a little bit, right? I just have to support him because Lord knows he supported my wild, crazy ass ride. <laughs> um, so, Christian, what we're going to do is we are going to get a Winnebago driving. I don't know what those are called. The driving RVs. What like an RV. Yeah. yeah. We're going to wrap it. And we're going to head in San, from San Diego all the way up the coast. And we're going to do kind of like a. A Steve Lajovicki tour and talk like a wo- like a whoop it up uh, <laughs> campaign tour. You know, and I okay. have to be very careful about whoop it up because this is a very serious matter. For but sure, the yeah. whoop it up is inside me, and I'm just so proud of him that he's. You know, there's like 68 candidates. A lot will drop off, and by no means is he a billionaire. And you know, we're, he's up. I say we. He's up against a lot of very wealthy people, but they mm-hmm. don't have a message, and he does. So. I think, you know, being a cop for 30 years, being in politics, having his own business, being in the army, he's got the grassroots of what California needs. He has a very vested interest in this campaign, and I think he's going to win. Interesting. Well, you know, I, I have to ask you a question because it was public. You obviously saw what Michael said about Steve's yeah. campaign. Did you yeah. guys have to have a talk about that while Absolutely. you were there? You How know, did I, that go? I said, you know, Mike. I get what you're saying because he's so protective over me. And after what I went through with Don and Brooks, Don and Brooks, that's like a, that's like a band, Don and Brooks. Brooks um, and Don. Yeah. <laughs> um, after I went through them, he's just very protective. And I said, let me just tell you this. I, I'm not contributing to it. it I'm going to contribute to him my time, but not financially. And Steve knows that. And he goes, okay, mom, I just know you're so, you want to help so many people. And I already do my charity work. I already do everything I can, but I get why he said that, but it wasn't malicious. It was just like, what? Because I didn't tell him I was going to oh. come back to Hawaii. So he was taken off bat, you know, off guard. And of course, the press wanted to make it all bad. Him and Steve have a great relationship. He just said, I hope she doesn't fund it. And it, that wasn't bad. It was taken nasty and it really wasn't. It hurt Steve's feelings. But okay. at the end of the day, he doesn't want me to be taken for a ride again. And yeah, of course. And perhaps he had the reaction, like you said, because I wasn't aware that, you know, you hadn't got the chance to tell him yet. So he probably thought she's keeping it from me for a reason, something like that. Probably didn't do the right thing there, but I just, I didn't know how to tell him. Well, even Andy acknowledged the news of his campaign on watch what happens live. Um, Did, did Andy reach out to you about this at all? He did. Did he? He reached out to me before the, before I knew the press knew, and he's like, oh my God, you're going to be the first lady of California. I'm like, well, we're not married yet to Sitzel County. He's like, I'm going to talk about it tonight and watch what happens live. <laughs> Thank you. And he says, I love you. And I said, I love you too. So I was happy to see him have fun with, with the moment yeah. and kind of celebrate, you know, some of your funny moments throughout the years. I thought that was really cute. Mm-hmm. So by the time this episode airs for everyone that's listening, it's possible that the new season of Real Housewives of Orange County will have started filming. They started today. Okay. Oh. 
Okay. All right. So today is July the 6th that we're recording this, everyone. So there you go. Obviously, you heard the news of the casting overhaul they did. They eliminated Boring Win. They eliminated Kelly. Right. They eliminated uh, newbie Elizabeth Vargas. And they're bringing back Heather Debro, who you, of course, shared the screen with for years. Yep. I want to know first, what was your reaction to the firing of those three ladies all at once? That's a pretty big drop for three people at once. I figured Elizabeth would go. No substance. I was undecided on Kelly. I actually thought it was going to be Shannon because Kelly's, you know, you always have to have luck somebody you hate, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and she's got a lot of good fans. She's beautiful to look at. She's got great style. So I never really thought that they would get rid of her. I thought maybe they would bring her on as a friend. And then Brown went, absolutely. I knew they would get rid of her. She just doesn't fit into middle America. People don't understand. I don't understand. If I'm confused and I'm very, you know, liberal in some areas, how can the viewers not be confused when you are married and living with your husband and having seven children and never publicly showing that she's with her kids, she's with everybody else, but her kids. Uh, my kids are my everything. I mean, if, if I'm with my kids, I'm hundred percent at peace and comfortable mm -hmm. and happy. She's got little babies. I mean, I don't agree with her motherhood thing, but yeah. her, look at her mom. So I don't know. Oof. Oh. I, I don't know. I just don't know. And I don't think she fit into what a housewife is. So you think that those three, they did make, you think they made a kind of a good decision with the three, removing the three that they did? Yeah, yeah, I do. It'll be interesting to see for me to revamp the whole cast at once can't be done because the viewers have a relationship with me, with Tamara, with people. And for all sure. of a sudden, if they got rid of everybody, which they were talking about, I just don't think that would work. I, you know, I miss it. Tamara and I were together this weekend for July 4th. I stopped by her. She's running a house on the lake right near us because her house flooded. Yeah. Um, and we talk her about Her rental it. looks great, by the way. I want to say nice. her rental looks it's, fun. Yeah. yeah, Lake Lake Mission Viejo is really nice. But we were talking about it. And I said, you know what? What happened to Like, why did we get fired? She's like, it was your fault. I'm like, it was not my fault. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we had fun with it. You know, she's like, I go, it's not my fault. It was your fault. You whooped it up too much, Vicky. No, I'm like, no, you did. You didn't whoop it up enough. So I love it. It's hard. It's hard to be fired. I've never been fired in my life. Yeah, listen, I'd never been let go from a job in my life until earlier this year, which I told you about. And I still I think about it probably twice, two or three times a week that I like I think about the woman who got rid of me. And I'm like, I cannot believe you did that to me. I know. I cannot I believe you. Hour. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Also, I wanted to see, have you um, have you reached out to Heather since the news broke that she's coming back? I did. I just okay. her and just said, congratulations. Hope you class this show up because last year was a nightmare. And she said, I would something like heart, heart, kissy, whatever's. Um, yeah. So we'll see. You know? Got you. I love, I love that you reached out to her. That's nice of yeah. you. Okay. What do you think about, you said you were kind of surprised that they kept Shannon around, but the collectively Shannon, Emily, and Gina, are you surprised that they're, they're still hanging on? I didn't think they'd keep Emily. I know that Gina has become a Bravo favorite fan. Mm -hmm. They like her from New York. I think they really love the New York thing in her. Shocked on Emily, actually. Shocked on Emily. I just don't see any substance there. Of, she doesn't really know how to whoop it up. Yeah. I just whoop it up and it's a big whoop it up. And whoop it up is so stupid. But it just, I want, I want to have fun every single day of my life. I got to laugh a little bit. And I got to have, be inspirational to somebody and leave a mark somewhere on them. Even if I have to pee on their bed, I want to leave my mark. 
Iconic. Never forget. (laughs) Throwback. I love it. I was shocked on Emily and I was shocked on Shannon, actually. Those two, I didn't think they'd be asked back. Um, I'm really curious to see how Shannon and Heather are going to interact. That's going to be... I agree. Wow. Um, Well, also, we're apparently getting a few newbies as well, one of which um, was friends with Bronwyn, but I think you know her too, Noella, correct? Yeah, Noella's married to James Bergener, who's a um, personal injury attorney here, and I insure him. And so we became, Steve and I became super good friends with them. We went to Napa, hung around a lot. Um, and then she kept saying, well, I'm going to get on the housewives and I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to be on unless you're on. And then I didn't get asked back. And then she switched over to Bronwyn, said the same thing. And then Bronwyn didn't get asked back. So um, I never really understand Bronwyn and Noella's friendship because they're polar opposites. Polar. Interesting. So now they're not speaking. So, well. She okay. doesn't really need her anymore. So um, do you think Noella will be good for the show? I do. You know, why, why is that? She's 38. She's darling to look at. She's very fancy. And I think Orange County needed a show a little bit more class than fancy. I just I just think she's been wanting it for three years. So when you want something so bad, I think she'll wow. Well, good. Um, And she's got money, honey. So let's bring some wealth back to this show. Finally. Um, There's also another alleged newbie, Nicole James. Do you know her? I do know Nicole loosely. Um, Noella and her husband, James, and Steve and I. And um, Nicole, we went to the Seagram's and Fancy event a couple of years ago and Mm -hmm. was there. So talked to her loosely. She sat next to me. But beyond that, I, I don't know her. Yeah, it hasn't been confirmed or anything as of not while we're recording this. The word on the street is that's who's going to be joining. Yeah. So there are also reports that Tamara will appear towards the end of the season, kind of just hop in and like a limited friend role. Um, I've been reading that. Have is that something that you have read or heard? Well, Tamara and I talked about it. she was, I don't know where they're getting that from. Uh she's really? been approached. There are there is no contracts. The truth of the matter is if she got called and I got called as a friend role, we absolutely would probably come back on. It's fun. But I don't know. She hasn't received anything. I love that you said that. And you and I talked about this recently, too, about, you know, a couple of years ago when they originally demoted you, how if we could have gone back, I would have said, don't even just don't just walk, just walk. And you would have done the same. But how um, your decision and your stance on that, even mine as a fan of yours, has evolved. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that, you know, even with your life now, like your kids being all scattered out and you having a home out of the country and. I think a, like a friend role could really make sense, especially if you have genuine ties right. to some of these people that are coming in. So um, I'm glad that you said that. So producers out there, if y'all are listening, she's ready and open. I wanted to ask you an honest question. Would it hurt your feelings at all if Tamara came back um, in some capacity and, and they didn't bring you back at all? Would that hurt your feelings? Yeah, it would. Yeah. Would would you would it hurt your feelings towards Tamara or towards production or it's both? Not her fault. If they yeah. ask me back and not her, it's not my fault or her fault. Yes, it would hurt my feelings. I would say, go for it. Go for it. Good. Don't okay. Good. Your friends sitting in the background waving, going, pick me, pick me. Yeah, go for it. That's a good. I love that. Um, well, I have one final question before we move on to our rapid fire question game. And so, listen, everyone knows that Housewives of Orange County, like, is my, it's like my housewives love, you know, like it's the one show, like when I'm bored, if I'm in a, bad mood like i can put seasons like five through eight on repeat and just laugh my ass off i swore off ever watching it 
again when they demoted you in season 13. Uh-huh. I didn't even watch, I didn't watch your the season where you were a friend. Um, aside from catching the reunion at season 14, the only reason I watched that was because of the cocaine allegations or whatever. Yeah. Um, I haven't really watched in two years what was once uh-huh. my favorite show. Uh-huh. Um, because I I don't I don't enjoy an OC without big but I'm curious, you know, there is a lot of, you know, new energy coming in. And I, I feel like as someone who's very vocal towards Bravo about wanting them to make certain changes Uh and they did make those changes. You, I feel like I want to celebrate Bravo listening to the audience. I kind of want to maybe watch the reboot whenever it comes back. I think you should. I would, I was literally going to ask your permission. If you think that I should watch it. I love that, honey. I think you should give it a try. Okay. I mean, they're going to bring in three, four new women and incorporate them into three women. I, I mean, I think that they Bravo didn't have a lot of choice in this. They could not keep what happened last year again. Yeah. And maybe they feel I'm too old. Maybe they feel I need another facelift. I don't know. Maybe I'm not skinny enough. Maybe not pretty enough. Maybe I work and wasn't available 24-7. All these women that are on do not work. So this is their job. And Mm -hmm. I could never cancel my career for something that I knew wasn't going to be there for forever. My career is. So whether that hurt me or helped me, I think a lot of people related to me because I work, I have a career, I have employees, I have responsibilities. And so I think that I earned a level of respect, but I don't relate to these women anymore. And that's that's the truth. I mean, yeah. I, you know, you put me in, surround me with women that don't work. I don't get it. Why don't they work? Yeah. You got to work. You got to contribute to your household. You got to do something. Um, and you can't count the housewife paycheck as a job or a, a salary, you know, because yeah. you got to have something to fall back on always. My mom and daddy tell me, you know, don't rely on a man to get you through life because, you know, those sometimes things can happen. There you go. There you go. And things have happened to you. And guess what? You've always been prepared, yeah. right? There you go. All right. Well, before we go, as we always do, it's time for Housewives Rapid Fire Questions. We are going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Yep. And we're going to get through as many of these somewhat sweet but mostly shady questions as we can. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Do you predict a five-year time span for Kelly and Rick's marriage the way you did Megan and Jim's? Yes. Oh, wow. Least favorite co-star you ever had? God, it's a tie between Brahman and that other one. I Megan. Oh, yes. Um, If you ran into Shannon at this very moment, what would you say to her? Hi, give me a hug. Oh, if you ran into Brooks at this very moment, what would you say to him? Fuck you. Love that. Would you rather have a sleepover with Shannon or go to drinks and dinner with Megan King Edmonds? Sleepover with Shannon. Wow. Do you think you'll go to BravoCon this year? I think so. Okay. Least favorite housewife you've met from another city? Mm, I don't like Lisa Rena. She's very (gasps) happy to me. Oh God, she's one of my. Oh God, okay. Loved <laughs> me a lot at the, especially at Andy's baby shower. Like it was. Weird. Oh my, that's so I sad because she's one of my faves and she's a cancer like me. Um, have you ever been with multiple partners in your life? No. There we go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Listen, Vicky, you know I love you so much. Thank you so much for celebrating my birthday uh, with Happy me. Birthday. Thank you. Um, and before you go. My, you know, in honor of the namesake of my podcast, which is in honor of Kim Richards, iconic insult to Brandy Glanville, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, when she said, you are a slut pig. I would love to hear your best rendition of it. You are a slut pig. Oh, that might be the best one we've ever had. Oh, my God. I have chills. Oh, my God. All right. Well, thank you so much, Vicky. Uh-huh.
Thank you for helping me celebrate my birthday, everyone. I honestly, I love you guys. I can't thank you enough for listening. And to those who subscribed and left reviews, that is the best birthday present you can give me. Except for, you know, the the wonderful toast from PK and Dorit. Y'all ain't going to top that. Um, I can't wait to chat with y'all again next week when we finally get to celebrate the return of our Potomac Queens. Y'all have a good weekend and have a drink or seven in honor of your girl's birthday. Woohoo! Be sure to check out other podcasts from The Dip, including Hot Off the Mess with Samantha Bush, their daily pop culture podcast, Pop Chaser, their TV history podcast, TV Watch Repeat, I Am the Cute One, a Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen podcast, and their Drag Race podcast, Exposed, Dragged Out, hosted by my friend Joseph Shepard. And don't forget to visit thedip.com, where you can get commentary and analysis from writers, editors, and fans who are just as passionate about pop culture as you are. That's the dip with 2 pscom And follow them on Instagram at the dip. You can also follow me at Christian Gray Snow, where we can keep in touch until next time. And go get you some good old Slut Pig merch at theslutpigshop.com. Don't be like Lisa Vanderpump and go running away. Be sure to come back next week. What exactly are microplastics? They're small, man-made. They're less than five millimeters long and they're around you every day. Microplastics are toxic. They cunningly seep into water, the air, and the things we eat. By contaminating our food chain, they make their way to you through vegetables at the supermarket, and yes, through fruit too. They're literally everywhere. That's the problem at hand. Every cigarette butt you see on the ground contains 15,000 strands. Learn more at undo.org. Big Tobacco cigarette butts filter practically nothing and are made of microplastics that are toxic and cunning. More than 15,000 fibers lurk in every cigarette butt you see. Could they harm your families? Quite possibly. They could end up inside of you, your bodies, their prey. New studies even indicate possible links to mutations in DNA. An evil lie with the future's worth of harm. To the world, now you know. So sound the alarm. Learn more at undo.org.